everybody, this is GCR, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Are you into comics and cool stuff, or did you like to be? Well, if so, go on and check out our guys over at waywardraven.com. If you haven't been there, you should. Great stuff, novelties, gear, comics, and uh, just a bunch of cool guys. So check them out at waywardraven.com. Use our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard to get a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. If you're a gamer and or like coffee, be sure to get over to Player One Coffee, our guys in Salt Lake City. Be sure to get yourself some of the overclocked omen as it is the God's gift to gamers. Go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code, GeekCastLive. Hey everybody, GCR here to tell you about a new product that we are trying to sell and that we use ourselves. It's CBD oil. If you're anything like me, as a 35-year-old overweight man, you have a sore back, you have a sore shoulder, and you fight insomnia all the time. Well, I don't anymore. CBD oil is legal in all 50 states. And this HempWorks product is fantastic. We have THC-free if you're worried about a drug test. And we have salves and creams and oils, peppermint, cinnamon, no flavor. We have everything. Go to GCLCBD.com and get some for yourself because you deserve it. If you're anything like us here at GeekCast Live, I know that almost all you've ever wanted to do in life is play wizard chess. Well, now here's your chance. You can head on over to squareoffnow.com and pick yourself up a wizard chessboard, basically. Just use our discount code GCL to get 20% and free shipping off your order. That's squareoffnow.com, discount code GCL for wizard chess today. Go buy (laughs) t-shirts. Play that. Just play it. GCL.threadless.com. T-shirts, hats, shower curtains. Be about that life. You can probably get it on a toy. Anal beads. Mm -hmm. I think they have anal beads. They have leggings. Yeah, stockings, bath curtains. They got like uh, uh, Kenny Loggins skull on a (laughs) T-shirt. It looks like Kenny Loggins, doesn't it? Wait, what was it? GCL. .threadless.com That's gcl.threadless.com 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 It's a trap! Welcome to episode 35-year-old over white band. 252 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Allegedly. Uh, it's Nico. And Cartoon Joe. And we are podcasting from our subterranean podcast dungeon, as always. As always. Well, that's where I'm at. I don't know where you guys yeah, are. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds <laughs> like it occasionally. Does it? <laughs> yeah, it was just a little bit. Well, like the, yeah, I like the. Listen, I, I got I got your new uh, 
super Wi-Fi setup. Yeah. And so uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm not recording off my phone. So I am on my cock mic again. Nice. He's on his cock mic again. About time. Yep. Damn straight. Nick, do you have a cock mic yet? I do not. No one has <laughs> saw fit to get me one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we, we all bought our, our own. I think we all bought our own, but that's fine. But all right. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Nick and I are currently in a pitched battle. It's, uh, it, it's our week to play Ooh. each other in chess. Just, it's bloody. Just it is bloody. Throw and pitch at each other. We both lost a pawn. <laughs> it's, it's rough and tumble. It, uh, ooh, and, and I'm doing this fun thing where, like, my, uh, my, my board, um, is it decided, decided not to work. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah, there's a few, saying. there's a few glitches in the old square off. Hey, yeah, there is. There sure Are you guys is. doing that thing where you play the game over the course of a month or whatever? No, no, we're just, we're not doing that. Oh, actually. so Nick actually decided to uh, sit down and play a game. Yeah, I, well, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I have been. It's just it's that's hard to do. Harder to do. Don't you normally just sit down and pick up pieces and start moving them? What's that? What are you saying? <laughs> I Ooh, said, don't you normally just sit down and pick up pieces and start moving them? Uh, not if you're playing sensitive wizard chess. Right. Oh, well, then Various. you have to move it's, them first. It's sensitive, like the very, very tip of the penis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the frenulum. The fret's the word I was looking for and couldn't find, knowing that you would find it. Just so you know. <laughs> I got you know there was such a word, so I laid up. <laughs> <laughs> Fremulax. Um, did you move? Yeah, I did move. What to what? Uh, uh, oh, I see. You moved a, your pawn. A2, A2 to A3? Yeah. Clever girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I have to know before we start talking about Captain Marvel, which will be a discussion on this episode. I need to know: Did everyone, just so we know, has everyone seen it? Yes, yes. I've seen it also. Sure. So, mm. so no. <laughs> I need. I really want to know, Nick. Like, did I'm you get around me. to seeing it, or and you're just playing the game where you haven't, or have you not seen it? Which which makes you happier? Which version of that story? It would make well. Here's it would make me happier if you had seen it, because then your argument would have merit. Um, I actually mm-hmm. did. I, I pulled the kids out of school at the end of the early yesterday and took a family excursion because I could rationalize five dollar Tuesdays. Nice. Well, good for you. So that's good. That makes me yes. happy because now at least your argument, one way or the other, will have merit. Oh, it would have had merit. No. Maybe not. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, not not <laughs> so much. They would have been words, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So, do we want to get right into that, or does anybody have anything to banter about before we start talking about Captain Marvel? Or what, what do you guys, how do you guys want to, I could pull the uh, band-aid right off. Well, Nick we said he we wanted to fight in. someone about Game of Thrones. Oh, that's oh, right, we no, had some Game I, of Thrones it talk. It wasn't even a, a fighting thing, I was just thinking more about it, because I... I We've been rewatching six and seven and just kicking around fan theories. Uh, we talked last week about, hold on, let me just make my move here so I can uh, rest easier. 
Um, nice. That we talked about how the battle at the wall or the battle at Winterfell is going to go. So <clears throat> here's my hot take for the moment. Ooh. Okay. Hot so, take. Yep, yep. Spicy take. So in some way, shape, or form, uh, um, I'm going to say that Sansa gets herself in a pickle during the battle. She is fighting because everybody's fighting. Sure. Um, I'm thinking that uh, there's a crescendo involving uh, Brienne where she uh, takes the lead in the, in, in the momentary plot line of heroism because she's wielding the Lannister. Yes. Valerian steel. So I think she goes on like a, a, a fucking wrecking ball crew. And then I think it's, she it saves dies. Old Sansa. I think she dies saving Sansa. Um, or some combination of Sansa area. But I think, I think Arya with that dagger, I think she is the one who kills the Night King and that that deanimates the rest of the the whites. You think it's going to be a thing where like if you that's the end of the fight. I'm not saying that's like an early ending to the fight, but I'm saying that's the, I'm I'm guessing that's somehow the crescendo. I mean there's dragons involved, there's other sorts of killings, but it's I was not wondering John. it's not John with the sword, it's not dragon fire i'm thinking somehow and she may die in the process i'm just i'm thinking it's aria with the valerian dagger ends the in, fight in by, the pool house mm-hmm. yep <sighs> in, 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 in the greenhouse well see because i was wondering i because i've been th- just throwing it out there well you just brought, you, earlier you, you brought up a a, a point that i don't know no i haven't a moved point? yet a point Wait. Is Are there a, a, a pint? It comes in pints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is there a prophecy or is there a, a, a passage in the books that I don't know about that says like, is the Night King? Well, I know the Night King's not in the books, but is he like a mothership? Is it a mothership <laughs> in Independence Day? If you kill him, is everyone like all do all the other whites like stop? You just went into the Matrix. No. There, there's no confirmation of anything like that whatsoever. Okay. There's no, no but theory, like, but, theories, maybe, but there's no like prophecies or lore about anything like that. About what? I, I, you, I lost you for a second. About like if, if you kill the Night King, all the whites just like drop dead and then it's over. Well, Dondarrion says it. Now, he's not a prophet, but he says it very, you know, Lord of Light-ish. He says it in, in the books? No, in the show. Oh, okay. He, okay, he so that's why I'll, I'll when accept they're, show. When they're, when they're in their standoff, he he he. When they're facing doom, Dondarrion tells John, "You kill him. He's the one who made them all." Because um, they they right after they killed that one, all the rest of them collapsed when they were capturing their little trophy. Mm. Um, so Dondarrion says that really clear to him. That's their like. You know, we can't fight all these, but if we're going to die, take a run at that fucker. If you kill him, they all fall. Because he's the one who animated all of them. So I'm saying that's where the, the, I'm saying the good guys are losing to sheer numbers at the very pitch of the crescendo after this monstrous fight and we lose a bunch of people. And then somehow, somehow it's Arya. And by taking him out, that ends the, that portion of the fight. 
other people will die. There'll be other people that take the hero mantle during the fight. That's just my my feeling. Jor will wreck ass, and then he will die. I, I, um, I like. I think. I. I like to hope that my friend, my friend, creepy Uncle Jora, actually lives throughout, and either is appointed uh, at the 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 like the end of the show. He's the new. Uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, or he gets somehow reinstated in some sort of. You know oh, I mean? like either I, the Starks, either the Starks give him back his lands and titles, or John gives him back. I think they do that. The, the, the child Mormon is still alive and amazing. Well, for now. Well, I'm yeah. just I, I could see him being Lord Commander of the the night's watch and that be like there might even be a thing where like hey this is long claw it belongs to you type thing i don't know that would be a nice uh full circle well except for the fact that you wouldn't need the night's watch anymore allegedly 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 is true that's the that's the right word allegedly yeah there's not a whole lot of them left at this point but carry on words yeah, words. What are you playing on moving, Ryan, at all tonight? Yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I? Maybe can I analyze the board? I thought that's what you've been doing. Take your Actually, time. Who's losing so far? See I'm trying the to... whole board. <laughs> Think happy in, thoughts. Don't move until you see it. Anyway, so uh, it. It, it, it's the takes, destroyers. Takes, takes on the hot take. Retakes on the hot take. Anybody? I think Arya. Um, oh, and and I left this part out too. I'm looking at my notes. Um, as part of that crescendo of of the ebb and flow, when the the good guys are really on the ropes, and Brienne sacrifices herself, and you know Arya is probably in the midst. That's when Nymeria, probably Nymeria with Ghost and a whole shitload of friends, make their entrance. That probably opens up the window that allows somehow that allows Arya to get to. Um, my man Thumpkin, Joe's man Thumpkin. Thumpkin. This is all total bullshit, but it feels very real in my head at the moment. I can see <laughs> it. I accept. I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to it uh, to the season. I I want to see. Um, I want to see it end. I want to. Well, I really don't want to <laughs> see it end. I kind of want to see it. I want. I do want to see it crescendo. Is what I want to see. I want to see the fruits of fucking nine years. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm with you there. I do and then, and then I want it to like, and then the problem is, is, then that's going to recede, and then in 2020 we're going to get Heroes of the First Age or whatever they're going to call that show, and Naomi Watts is going to be in it, and it's going to, it's going to be weird. Yes, I don't want it. It's going to be the it's going to be the True Detective season two of this show. See, season eight to me is the uh, Avengers Endgame of of that portion of my life i'm i'm just wrapping it all up and being done with it enjoying the strong memories and then i will find some other different avenue to pursue oh that's right because you're not you're not going to watch any other after correct right correct yeah he did swear he did swear an oath to that many years ago i did i'm i'm staying true to it well i'm proud of you that's a good uh you know that's a that's a thing that a man does that is die with What's that? What about tequila? <laughs> <laughs> That's an oath. They call that an oath tequila. 
which is oh. uh, an easy, an easy, easy show title. <laughs> I ride or die with Cap, and I ride and die with. Uh, well, I guess John is the easy pick there, but I'll go with yeah, those two, and, and the rest can carry on smartly. Oh, tequila! No, Rob, it's not just you. Okay. I'm kind of hoping it's, that John and Danny both end up dead. That would be won't happen. That would excite it, me. No it, balls. It no really balls. wouldn't bother me no if balls, it ends with no balls. <laughs> your weapons here. It really wouldn't bother me if everyone died. Mm-hmm. Like it was just <laughs> King Hospital massacre. I I don't I don't care if if this thing ends with. The Night King on the throne. I don't care. As long as it's See, done in a that, way. That excites me. <laughs> as long as it's done like in a way. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna I don't know what what that way is. I just want it I just want as, it to be that. Yeah, as long as they do it. Yeah, I hope everyone dies and then it just cuts to black at the end. I, 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 yeah, that'd be how, fine. How great and terrible would that be? <laughs> I don't be know, wondrous. Really, yeah, I, I would really be okay with that. Me. I mean, if just if the whole thing imploded, I mean, that's, that's fine. It's pretty par for the course for the entire story. Ah, well. I can't believe you're not going to watch, like, yes, indeed. you're not going to watch Spider Man Far From Home. Rye, you're you're in a you're in a vortex, man. You got to move yourself a little bit because you're you're diving into the deep dark. I don't know what that means. Mid sevens. What's the deep dark mid sevens? You're cutting out like every third <laughs> syllable, uh, like you're diving into the robot. Yeah. Yeah. Into the naughty place. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the naughty place. Great. They mind mind comments mostly. Mein Kampf? Yeah. What? Mm, no, actually. Well. So, so I just, no, so are you really, you're not going to watch Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man in Rome? Yes. yes. Checkmate, brother. Well, that's checkmate. Good okay. Loss. I did. Nice. At least now I can pay attention to the fucking podcast. Yeah, let's talk about. Uh, yeah, so where were we? So that, Nick's not. <laughs> Nick's swearing off all movies forever. No, I'm not. I. The app says I played the amazing game. Well, it says that after you. Can, it says that after every game you win. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't won yet. So it's, it's, uh, after so every it game you win, it says it you're says amazing. Every game, Nick. <laughs> That's such an amazing game. You're so great. Look at you being great. That's actually what it says. Are you writing this app? Yeah, I I wrote the app. Oh boy. You're a a tiny Indian man. It actually says, look at you being great. (laughs) There's just like a a dark fellow giving you a thumbs up. It's really nice. (laughs) Sweet. Um, I'm not swearing off all movies, uh, but but uh, no, I, I just want to. I don't know. I I have a hard time 
having like my my idols shattered, you know. And I'm at a point where I don't really need to, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that. I just think after this Captain Marvel, I think Captain Marvel's a game changer for the MCU. And I think, we, we, all right, well, let's just make the hard transition because I think we're ready to do it. Well, I, this is why I think it's going to be hard to not watch the movies after in Endgame because I think what they set up in Captain Marvel is, I think, going to be pretty crazy going forward. That's just my opinion. Crazy in what way? Crazy I think like we, Fox. I think we are going to have Secret Invasion. Interesting. Um, Secret Invasion so of whom? Isn't that the Krolls? Scrolls? Of Yum. Yes, that would be the Scrolls. But all right, so mm, spo- spoiler alert. Do we still do that around this show? Yeah, well, yeah, spoilers, just in case. Yeah, just in case, but this also is- it'll have been like two weeks in Joe time. Do really we, only right, I guess we want to do like time. a quick recap of the movie without spoilers. Is that a thing we do? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the movie without spoilers, and then we'll, and then after, then, so let's do that. Let's. Let's talk about the movie without spoilers, and then we'll move into like a spoiler thing because there there is some things that I, that's why I I think not watching going forward is going to be a misstep. Okay, well I, I want to hear your theory on that while also um, having strong thoughts. Otherwise, I'm sure. So what do we? Did we like the movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Nick, uh, do I already know your answer? Uh, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I, probably, I honestly probably wouldn't have as much if I hadn't taken my kids and my wife. Um, I would have done it because I take my show both seriously, but it was good. I, I think I'm going to probably, probably align <laughs> spiritually with Joe on this one if I had to guess upon the three of you. I thought it was good uh, to to better than good, uh, mm-hmm. not great, mm-hmm. and um, I guess that's about it. That's about it. There's things I'm going to pick apart about it, uh, but it, it wasn't as it wasn't as hokey as I thought it would be. Uh, but in some ways, it 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 brought some hokiness I didn't even see coming. If that makes any sense. Mm. Yes, I think it does. I think that if this movie was one of the first six MCU movies we got, um, we would we would be ranking it as one of our favorite movies. I 100% agree with you there. But is it because of the storytelling or is it because of the the CGI and the script? I mean, I, th- I think it's what, because what? I, I think it's because it. Um, They've hit. They've hit a consistency of goodness, I think, and and I think they they peaked, you know, uh, maybe a year and a half, you know, and with the occasional, you know, you get like a Black Panther, uh, an Ant Man, where something's like really good, or Winter Soldier. Um, but overall, How can you put those three in the same. That's so. It's all separate. I'm unpredictable. Story, separate, separate argument. <laughs> I'm unpredictable. Wild card. <laughs> you, yeah. What a rogue. <laughs> I I think that the reason because what we're not used to anymore is origin stories. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I think it seems out of place or seems like it's not as great because it's almost um, the boring origin story where we have to see the hero's journey. And they're, I, I thought that was one of the better parts of this. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, they, with I think they handled that very well. I think they did too, but I'm, that's why I'm saying that if this was one of the five or six Marvel movies, we'd be saying it's one of our favorite Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Where it seems like it's out of place now because we haven't seen one of those for a while. Right. Right. Um, if you consistently eat at the best restaurant – and they add something new to their menu, and it's as good as everything else that they serve, it's not going to be as good in comparison as the first time that you ate at that restaurant. Interesting. Okay. 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, everything is, everything is a certain level of good quality anymore, and it's very difficult to break out of that and really wow people when they expect a certain level of excellence. And I think it reached that level of excellence, but didn't go any further than that. I can, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I'm okay with that as a ruling for an overall on this movie, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like what's happening here. I don't like this cohesion. This is, makes me feel... <laughs> it, may, it makes you feel off. See, but That's I a thought, little icky. But I'm looking at like... Like, I loved... Uh, ben Mendelsohn's Talos. I thought his take on that character in the scroll, was I thought excellent. that was fucking I awesome. I think he probably, I think he kind of stole the, well, didn't steal it, but I thought he kind of was the, the, he was the, the high uh, point, I guess. I would say he was the high point. Not that anybody else was really bad or anything, Bruce but was that the was the high point, but he, he, was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely possibly the, like, one of the best bad guys besides uh, Killmonger that is has he, come out is for a while. Is he bad, though? I mean, okay, sorry. And perceived antagonist. They did a really good job setting him up to be the bad guy and made him very likable in the process. I thought and the script was well I done. I guess anything beyond that is getting into spoilers territory. I thought the script was well done. I'll give it that for sure. And the pacing was good. And the soundtrack was solid. It was. The soundtrack was yeah. excellent. Very, very good. Uh, um, assortment of 90s music. Yeah. There, was a, there was... They, they kind of beat you over the head with the, like... Look how 90s we are. 90s. No, I was going to say more with like the 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 hard feminist angle more than I kind of anticipated for a female heroine. Like the whole, there was oh, a lot of like. Um, I mean, it was about yeah. what I expected from it. Uh, the thing that I was actually surprised about is it didn't feel like that was the message that was necessarily the one that was at the forefront of the story, though. Um. They did a really, really good job at doing a refugee and war story. And I, I thought that was, it was a fascinating angle for them to go out with it. See, I, I, I was watching this and trying to compare it to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's exactly really? what just, just because of the, the female lead? Yeah. Sexist. Um, well, I don't think so, but... I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> What I thought this did better was, um, like they they felt they needed to give uh, Wonder Woman a love interest, right? Uh, they had to have sex. Uh, they had to have. Uh, there was a dick joke. Um, there was 
uh, she had to go in a goofy shopping montage. Um, they had to, it was really uh, Steve Trevor, who, who was kind of like a, the white knight, I'll fly the plane and do the thing. Um, you know what I mean? Let what me go devil's was- advocate there, though. I think that was necessary in that script because of the, the, oh God, where are my words? I need words, Joe. Because of the having to pull that out of the Amazon culture backstory, you know, the no men interaction type, what's it mean to be like a feminine woman deal? They, they had to kind of try and tie all those things into the storyline. Obviously, that wasn't necessary with a contemporary, you know, American woman. Uh, I guess that that could be that's not a wrong take either I just I thought that they did a better job of making a um, a statement as far as a female superhero in this movie than they did in Wonder Woman and I think it was as simple as the line where she says, uh, "What was it? I don't, I don't have to prove myself to anybody, mm, mm-hmm. or I don't, or you know, I don't, I don't know have to prove myself to you. I don't have to prove myself to you." And I think that was honestly, I, I almost think that it was almost like that line was written, like they almost built the movie around that line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not sure Marvel um, gave a shit about how this movie was going to be received from trolls or otherwise. They were going to make it, they were going to make it what it was and they have plans for. And maybe that's Marvel arrogance because maybe there's more people like Nick out there who are just done watching Marvel movies after this next one. I don't know. I think there's more of me in hiding that are going to, that are going to burst <laughs> like, forth. like secret Trump voters. No, because I'm not I'm not I'm not like self-flagellating in my basement. Um I'm just you know <laughs> taking a social stance for my entertainment value. Uh okay, so this is I kinda like how we're I think we're so far skating to the spoiler free line and I kinda like it. Yeah, it's pretty it's 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 actually it's refreshing. Well we were talking about it on MPW. Um, because Jay has always been so hard. I mean, you can't talk about like you can't you, you can't tell people that there's a shark in the movie Jaws because people haven't seen that yet. And it's like, dude, that was in 19 like in there's, 70s. There's a shark and, on the right. poster. And well, right, but you know that doesn't necessarily and <laughs> that doesn't necessarily well, imply well, it could be a metaphorical shark. And and on last week's of last week's episode in high school. Metaphorical, metaphorical shark. shark. Yeah. <laughs> on, last, on last week's episode of uh of MPW, William Rowan said, you know, can we just review a movie and like I can't review a movie without talking about spoilers. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard to, I think it's hard to do. Absolutely. For sure. Also, I'm writing down metaphorical shark as a possible show title. <laughs> you should. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I really enjoyed seeing Lee Pace in the movies again. Uh, I really, really enjoy his take on uh, Ronan the Accuser. Well, okay, so uh, let's let's go into. Can we go into spoilers? Yeah, let's go we, into we spoiler, spoilers well, here. Hold on. Okay, okay. Do, must we? Yeah. Okay. Well, only because I don't think I don't think it's only spoilers from here on out. But okay, for the, for the Lee, next Lee Pace, this Lee Pace thing just makes me have I have a 
I have thoughts. All right. Well, listeners, take a take a 10-minute snack and bathroom break. Um, this is now a spoiler zone, and then come back. We need a some sort of music cue for that now. Mm, that's a great idea. Get it on. Get it on. Okay. Get it on. Give me like a, like a sting from Fast and Furious. Yeah. Because it's you want spoilers from Fast and the Furious. What's the mm-hmm. new Fast and the Furious movie that's coming out, Calvin oh, and Hobbes? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, Rob. Calvin yeah. and Hobbes. Let's use our ten minutes to talk about Fast and Furious. Let's talk about how awful the trailers were at this movie. God, just fuck. <laughs> I honestly just uh, be I mean, in the taint. This is news to me because I walked in right as the Stan Lee tribute in the Marvel, which uh, was awesome. Which yeah, was, no, that awesome. was very badass. Super fucking cool. Was, that was incredible. But you know, you know what wasn't cool before that? Everything except the Godzilla trailer. Oh, you got a Godzilla trailer? Oh yeah, it was. And it was I didn't it get was, that. It was arousing. No, I got that <laughs> stupid, shitty little fucking puppet movie that's coming out with Katy Perry and one of the Jonas Brothers, who's an asshole. Uh, so a Jonas brother. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. just they're just called Jonas Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Sense. No, I got I got the Elton John biopic. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I love Elton John, but I don't love Elton John starring the twat from Kingsman. Uh, naturally. So. Michael Caine. That, that was. Yep. <laughs> that's he's That's not even one. in Kingsman. Yep. <laughs> Are you John? Michael. Are you Kidding. Colin Firthing yourself again? You just Colin Firthed yourself. I, I might have. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be talking uh, about uh, what's his nuts from in Bruges. Thomas Church. Hey, Thomas Hayden Church for like the eighth <laughs> week in a row. Wow. No, I got I got the Elton John movie. I got some stupid Pixar movie. I got a stupid claymation Yeti movie. <laughs> Dumbo, Frozen Two, Spider Man in Rome. Mm-hmm. I didn't get Dark Spider-Man. Phoenix, which looks like shit, warmed I over. I get that. And then the Calvin, the previously mentioned Calvin and Hobbes, which I want to like, but on principle, I just won't watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably. And then Godzilla take to, to give me something. To I'm so happy. upset that we didn't get a Godzilla trailer down here. That breaks it my was, heart. Now. Oh, it was it was righteous. Go ahead and rub that in. Tell me how great was it? <laughs> well, let me let, let me tell you when when they actually flipped on the Dolby set round when uh, Godzilla charges. Um, is it is it King Gamora? King Ghidorah. Yeah. Yeah. That that that. Uh, yeah, what, is, little, what is that creature actually called? Hydra. The, it's a Hydra. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. It's so a that, dragon, technically, but yeah, I mean, for all intents yes. purposes, Hydra will work. So that was that was that's a movie I'm I would like to see. You and me both. Uh, so yeah, I got I got nine trailers because I got there early with the family, you know, and we got just beat about the face and head. Yeah, I walked in for the Stanley tribute right into the movie. I because uh, yep. I was playing chess last week against uh, it was last Sunday against my brother Jake, and uh, he was beating me. Because I'm apparently the worst at chess, and he you was are. beating me. And he, I, uh, I, I had to leave to go to the movie. And I sent, I offered, and he says, um, he says, uh, how much, how many points do I get for a draw? And I said one. He said, how many points do I get if I win? And I said, you get two. He goes, oh, I'll keep playing. 
<laughs> and I said, I said, uh, well, I got to go see, I got to leave in like two minutes to make it for Captain Marvel. He goes, well, that sounds like a you problem. So I, just, <laughs> so, so I, I fucking, I resigned the game to him, fucking left to go see the movie. Oof. Sometimes you got to make, uh, uh, make sacrifices. But I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about, um, Stanley and his cameo. I loved it, and my wife and I, I are, are both. Are we in the spoiler-free zone still? Or are we? Yes, spoiler we zone? are. In the, we are in the spoiler zone. There's okay. a pit, and there's a there's shitty pizza and cold pop. That was one of my favorite uh, Stanley cameos because my wife and I are big fans of the script he was reading, um, which I thought was just a, a a cool homage to the to the period piece. <laughs> One hundred percent. He was he was himself in this one. Instead of watching. Well, that's the thing that I love the cameo because it was a really cool call out to the whole Stanley cameo thing started because Kevin Smith made Stanley a cameo in Mallrats. That's oh, that was that really the first one, right? Yeah. So he was so, the yeah. he's the originator of the Stanley cameo. And so for him to be rehearsing his lines for Mallrats is really cool, except for the fact that it makes Stan Lee actually Stan Lee, an actual person who at that point would have known who Captain Marvel was because he made the character in the comic books that existed. So if Stan mm. Lee exists, if Stan Lee exists in his own universe, then he would have known that that was Captain Marvel in 1990, which means he would have known that there was other superheroes. And it really throws a weird thing off in the fact that in all the other movies, he's not Stan Lee. He's just like the mailman. So now we're supposed right. to believe that Stan Lee in 1990 was Stan Lee. And then in 2008, or in 2000, whatever, uh, he was a UPS driver looking for Mr. Stank. Right. It, it, <laughs> really, it, really makes, it, it really makes it not connect. Well, and he, also, it, he also played Hugh Hefter in Iron Man 1. <laughs> right. And he was also seen on a planet talking to the other Watchers. Right. So it's really, it really makes you wonder... I it think really, maybe you're overthinking that one too much. I think he just transcend, like transcends space and time. That's no, the, he transcendentals. Like, that's yeah, where he you're going. Great teeth, Walden, <laughs> out of this Trans- world. Transcendentalist Walden. has great teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said something about. I like seeing Lee Pace too. I also like seeing um, Digimon. Uh, Digimon, Digimon Hunsu. He can suck it. Yep, Digimon, Digimon, Digimon hand shoes. Yep, <laughs> Digimon hand shoes. I like seeing him too. It's a good one. But but now it makes because like okay, so what happened from that point to Guardians? You know what I mean? What what changed for those guys that that yeah, happened? Where is that. where is uh, Jan Rog from? The, how did he die? Because he's alive. Where is the rest one, of the which star? One was, right. Which one was Jan Rog? That was uh, Jude Law. Oh, I didn't know he had a name. So I want to know. See, I want to know that story. And, and I want to know where. What happened well, in the 25 some years? Yeah. How much how much changed? Uh, like, how, I, I, 
this actually, that's one of the cool things about this movie is that it not only becomes a piece for everything going forward, it also fills in all sorts of crap from the, the backside. There's so much backstory that this, that Captain Marvel creates just by existing. Oh yeah, which I don't like. So I'll finally just—I'll finally dissent from you guys because is that I, is that one I of the things like you that. didn't like? Yeah, in in innately, I don't like how convenient so many things are um, about that. Not the movie, but about that whole Captain Marvel plot line and all the things that go in it. I'm sure you know it. It it was necessary in the comic book days to tie some crap together and you know i think in a comic book it would go over differently but in film it just good old-fashioned retcons yeah when you look at it in the context of the mcu i i don't i don't like how 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 convenient so much of it is i really hate that um see i and this is where i think that like so in that middle that after credit scene where all of our surviving avengers are looking at fury's pager mm-hmm. and in comes captain marvel i honestly think there's i bet there's a 50-50 shot that that's not even captain that it's one of our green friends it could very easily be a scroll well here's the thing though sure. the 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 scroll couldn't it could imitate her DNA, but it couldn't imitate her powers. So it wouldn't be able to get its ass. It couldn't imitate, split couldn't to imitate her, her what? Her powers. Sure can. Well, I mean, I mean if, if you're saying that's how it works in comic books, but that, that wouldn't even fit even with the DNA because you, you, can't, you can't replicate the Tesseract boost that's, that gives her her powers. It's not replicatable, so it could look like they, her, they but it couldn't, couldn't take, do. They couldn't take all of the like blueprints for the engine that were laid out and kept by Shield, and recreate the engine, and then find a Cree and have somebody else shoot an engine with a Cree huh? right next to it. Also, wasn't the engine charged with laid out? The engine was the engine charged yeah with the yeah. Tesseract. Yeah, it was in it. The core, the well, it wasn't in it because it was on the thing. But the core yeah, energy, yeah, it was is that the was same. right. And then that energy actually, it's it like um, it is part of her DNA. I mean, I think we're arguing things that we can't prove, but I, <laughs> I semantically that would be really lame if that's what they tried to say that. Because in that case, in the, 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 the scrolls would never have been a vanquished race. They would have just duplicated powerful entities and, and whatever. I mean, I could punch holes in that all day. I get why they do it. I, I, but it, that would be really stupid. I, don't, I honestly don't like how... Maybe I'm sure it's true to the comic book, but I don't like how all-powerful the character becomes. That just was I mean, really, is, like, super really cheesy. Like that, yeah. I also don't like how cheesy it is that everything tends to tie back to the Tesseract. Like that was like the catch-all for... You know, the every... Tesseract has been in more Marvel than Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, and I get it. I get that it goes back to comic books when you weren't burdened with being that creative when you were writing on rag paper 30 years ago. But, you know, it all it's all 
the Tesseract is a, this all-powerful thing that is used to spin every plot line. That's a little it bit. Is, it's the I mean, ultimate. It's literally it's, the power stone. It's 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 the ultimate MacGuffin. It's also an Infinity space. Stone, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. space stone. I just sorry. Yes, I think that um, I am very in my head. I've convinced myself that I, I think Captain Kroll. And I am 100% convinced that Nick Fury is. See, I buy that. I think Fury is an easier argument. But why? Um, Because I think Marvel doesn't do anything on accident. And I think that um, the line where he says he just can't eat toast cut diagonally. Yeah. And then in Avengers Age of Ultron, when he is at Hawkeye's house, he cuts a piece of toast diagonally and eats it. Well, it's not. I don't. I don't know that it's definitively toast, but it's definitely are we gonna, a sandwich. Are we going to argue like toast and sandwich? I, I like, don't know. That's that's one of the things that I've seen people argue about. So I thought it was. I th- I think he very clearly cuts a piece of bread in a diagonal shape and eats it. That I agree with. It's definitely. And, and whether or not we want to say, well, that's bread, not toast. I think mm-hmm. that. But, but what's the point? Like, why? Why would? Why would he be a scroll? Yeah. Well, what is, that, what is that? What is it? It's secret invasion. What does that do to our heroes when? Um, here's Nick Fury, who we've all known as just Nick Fury, and then when he, what does it do when he suddenly is uh, shown to be a scroll, and all the people that are there, like uh, Tony or. Uh, Doctor Strange, they don't know what a scroll is, but Captain Marvel does. And Captain Marvel says, well, if he's a scroll, any of you could be scrolls. And then you have... She she can recognize him, though, can't she? She could only recognize the old lady on the bus because she saw that old lady walking off the bus. So when she saw her back on the bus, she knew that that lady was a scroll. Is there a difference between the the little green hobgoblin dudes and then the green people? I see. I wanted to ask you that, Rob, because I don't I don't know that answer, but it did seem like there were two separate, two separate creatures, super scroll. And then you're like a scroll who can only like say like "Ah," and die. (laughs) So I'm. I'm not entirely sure. I They're think they, in they, the computer. They, they could have been trying to make a distinction between scrolls and super so scrolls, simple. but I they, they didn't give really a whole lot of explanation for that. Right, there was there was no exposition. Or, yeah, they didn't. It was just like because it left you sitting I, here wondering. In my feet, am I reading that wrong? Then wouldn't the plot of this movie throw the secret invasion plot line completely out the window? Sort of. Yes, in the sense that you think that scrolls are good people now, right? They're like well, good guys and allies. But, if that but stuff you're is also, true, that they're on the run and you know fragmented and weak, you know, then that, that, that kind of right. takes away. Well, that was, have some now flesh forward. Of, unless they're lying. I mean, I, I get yeah, that. It unless you're a race of like ridiculously great spies and like people who li- live and breathe like subterfuge. Or and now or, you just turned the most powerful weapon against the Kree. Well, and I or, well, I can get to that in a second. Well, or it's been twenty five years. You've had Captain Marvel, who's ended the war, so they've been able to stabilize themselves. Um, and you have, uh, you know, uh, 
changes you have. You know what I mean? You grow emboldened because you've got this super weapon who fights your battles for you. Um, and maybe things change. And then the other thing, too, is the snap, the devastation or whatever they're fucking calling it from Thanos would have affected the scrolls. So what happens when some renegade scroll warlord guy decides that it was the people on C-53 who's responsible for half of our race being fucking thrown out the window. So we're going to go invade their planet. It's true. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I think I, I still think that the, I think it's a big, like pull the wool over your eyes move for this movie to end with the scrolls being like the good guys kind of, and because it's going to, I think they want to lull us into some sense of secret Security. invasion isn't happening. And then someone's going to be a fucking scroll and then no one can trust anybody. And there's See, like paranoia that. and also, I think Marvel did it all on purpose. That's I also me. like, I, I can back that play. Just, and, and on that same, same note, I like that they, I feel like they finally come full circle. Well. Because, uh, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a lot of that plot line is how fucked up the Kree are. Yes. I mean, every, everything to do with the Inhumans is Kree in, in the Shield Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline. So it was really, a, I was actually like, I was thrown off at the beginning of the film when the Kree seemed to be good guys. I need to watch more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You nah. said you really liked that, though, in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, they, they really turned it around. Um, after I'd say like season three and on the last season I saw was the one where they first introduced the inhuman. And that was before that was like right around the time where that like inhumans were going to be the next step in the Marvel. Mm -hmm. And then then Marvel (laughs) said like, Oh, we don't need that. Sorry. We're getting Fox. Yeah. Oh God. Then they made that. They tried to make that inhuman. Isha. Yeah, it lasted Un- uh, unwatchable. I didn't watch it because I heard it was unwatchable. I, I think I watched five minutes of it. <laughs> it had a decent cast, too. It had the dude from it, fucking, uh, you know, it, it, train it had, TV show. And yeah, it's like the house that isn't there. It would make more sense for it to be there than not. The houses on either side of it are there, but it doesn't exist. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> Night Vale. Uh, are they still doing Night Vale? They are. I, I haven't listened in uh, probably two years. I was going to say, I'm probably two years from listening. As that, which means there's a lot of 15-minute episodes I could go listen. Yeah. After, uh, after some things went down with Hiram McDaniels, I lost him. In- was, he the new, was he the new intern? No, he was the uh, five-headed dragon. Oh, makes sense. Yep. Not to Nick. No, never. But it, but it makes sense. Are we want to? We gonna table um, Captain Marvel for a, a bit and move on to some hoops, or we have some more things? No, we, we should probably. We, no, we should. Pro- I'm. I've covered Captain. I, I loved it. I, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, I, I, I I'll, really. I'll happily give it a nine. Of course you will. I actually gave it an eight and a half on MPW. That's because more, more believable. <laughs> I gave it an eight and a half on MPW because I refused to give it a nine. 
You refuse to give what? I refuse to give it a nine because uh, Nick says I give everything a nine. Gotcha. That's true. I think it's, yeah, it could be, it could get an MPW 8.5, a real world 7.7. Actually, 7.7 is exactly what I would rate it at. I was going to say it's between 7.5 and 8. She's an Indiana 10, but a Chicago 4. It's it's only like a seven pointer on IMDb, though. I'll give it a certified fresh. 7.1. I'll give it that. It is certified. It's fresh. Speaking of certified fresh, uh, Jordan Peele's second directorial debut, Us. That looks freaky and weird. Well, it it debuted at South by Southwest. Um, It won like all the awards down there, and it is at a 100% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. That's amazing. He's a a prodigy. Yeah. I don't know if prodigy is the... Is it not? I don't think prodigy is the word there. Why not? Because he doesn't have to be a child prodigy. No, you don't have to no, be a no, child I, I, know, I know you don't have to be a child or prodigy. Like, I just don't think prodigy. Or like Keith Flint. <laughs> I don't. The, Rip. Rip indeed. The Hustler producer? No. Uh, from The Prodigy. Oh. Yeah. My Wicked Fire Starter. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Rest in peace. Yeah, he is dead. Um, okay, so we've got... Uh, it is... It is uh, March, which means we have both the uh, real hoops bracket and then we have the, the GeekCast Live Madness bracket that we have to set the parameters for. Yes. So, Nick, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, Perny Championships are going on this week and this weekend, which means Sunday is Selection Sunday. Correct. Which means next week will be when we are filling out our actual brackets. Correct. Um, for the NCAAs. So, mm-hmm. you know, Joe, uh, pick whatever team has the fun name or the colors that you like. Yeah, if you guys would send me I've like already a, established my, <laughs> my hierarchy there. Mascots for Wait, everyone? Are we, are we yeah. doing this by who we think will win? Uh, no, no, you can't. Oh, okay. like, yeah. No, <laughs> definitely. Free, but. <laughs> I, usually, I usually pull a Charlie Young. Who's Charlie Young? Uh, the president's body man in the first five seasons of the West Wing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah in season yeah. six, he gets replaced by Curtis. Feel free to pull <laughs> things from the last two decades if you want, but neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but then the week after that, we'll actually do our. Uh, so in two weeks, we'll have to have each of us have sixteen of whatever thing we're deciding on tonight for our GCL Madness bracket. Correct. And then we'll just uh, we'll update it week to week. We'll throw votes out. Um, we'll throw votes out on our Twitter. We'll put it on the Paprika page. We'll put it on our group page. And we'll get some. Actually, uh, we, we would need to get that out next week, too. Yes, we'll get it out next week also. Currently. Right. So we'd have to we'll do those both on the show next we'll week. We'll have to do them both on the show next week, which shouldn't take. We should be able to run through the actual oh, yeah. NCAA well, bracket pretty quick. Bang that out. That's, so, that, sounds so like, what, that sounds like a hour of filler right there. We had we had talked about doing possibly um, like uh, f- fictional weapons. We've talked about Ooh. doing like um, uh, inven- I expanded invention that one to uh, things. I expanded the weapons one to um, fantastic objects in general. I I think fantastic See, objects in general is excellent. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's more or less what I was pitching initially was fictional inventions. So, I mean. Well, but we would have to, the problem is how do we, we have to give each other a subgenre. That's the trick. So if we were going to do said thing, then, I mean, we could stick to like the, the Mount Rushmore of like, you know, geekdom and. Like, somebody uh, would take the somebody would take the Tolkien. Somebody would take the George R.R. Somebody takes the George Lucas. Somebody takes the J.K. Rawling, not Jukester. Um, and and, and I don't include, you don't include Star Wars in that. That would be that's the George, George Lucas. That's the George oh, Lucas. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say Lucas. My bad. I, I think and, some. I think we have to do it that way. Otherwise, we're, there's going to be a lot of duplicates. Like tons every, of everyone's, everyone's going to have right. You're um, going to get like the sword of Shinara. Ooh, well, and- nice, nice Terry Brooks blessed. You are just way the fuck in the 80s today, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm wondering, is there enough, like, is there enough fantastic odd? Well, I guess there's enough fantastic in Star Wars you could pull from. And oh, absolutely. I mean, you could also. There's, there's enough definitely in J.K., like in J.K. Rowling. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not it's not going to be like our best thing ever I mean, nothing's going to beat our show titles version we can only do that once every four years like the olympics so fantastic objects is fun keeps it in the realm of geekery otherwise we could do the uh bnc list actors breakdown which i'm sure i would like to, i would like to stick that. with i would like to stick with fantastic objects but i want to make sure that we either have we each have a subgenre that we stay in or we have some sort of mechanism in place to where what happens when we both picked uh, Cones of Dunshire? The oh, game. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, but, but if we don't include the ability to pull from like uh, that, we, then we never could include Cones of Dunshire as a fantastic fictional object. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, do we? Uh, that's, that's just too, too long. Well, I, I don't think you can break it up by like genre or. Setting, right, or or setting or series, because I mean, like you said, Cones of Dunshire, excellent, amazing, worthy pick for this bracket. Uh, I don't want to pick Parks and Rec to to try and come up with another eleven fucking. But does somebody take TV and somebody takes cinema and somebody takes? the books but i don't know what a fourth one is it would I give mean, that's, you enough that's, that, that's a better you, you might or, be able to something there or, or video games you know it's like i don't know if there's enough in video games to maybe there sure. is yes oh, definitely enough in video well, games. well the other the other problem with that is is that um then who, video games. Well, no then who gets glamdring the book guy yeah, or the movie guy? The, yeah i just was gonna say right. that so so i think we do this Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Ah, fuck. There's not enough. I think we do this. We're doing fictional objects. That's what (laughs) we're doing. Or fantastic fictional objects. Yeah. And we each need six. I'm in my head right now. I can, I could probably 16 without pausing for a break. So with that, with that being said, you need to be ready to have, you need to have like 20 in your pocket in case someone else had snags had snags one of yours. You need to be able to sub one in, and what right. we'll do we'll we'll do like we always do. We'll randomly draw who starts, and then we'll go. Um, maybe instead do, of listing your wanna, entire do sixteen, do we want to just go ahead and like eliminate the really low hanging fruit, or we just say anything's fair game? I think we do anything's fair game. 
I'm I'm also cool. With just that. just have backups. Just have backups. Right. Yeah. And then what okay. we'll do is because normally, if I remember correctly, what we do is like I would like if I go, for, I'll list my one through fifteen, and that would be my bracket. No, I think we have to start with our. Well, no, I that's, guess well, that's what right. we that's what we normally do. But here's in this instance, I think we you name your sixteen. Yeah, and then, and then you just Nick, go around and you do it in a round. That way, I don't take up because if I was going first, I could just name the top bitch in sixteen, and then you guys are all fucked. Yeah. Yeah, let's so, do it that way. Sixteen. I, I, I think have oh, have a have a nice birthy li- birthy birthy birthy. <laughs> have a nice birthy list. Yeah, yeah have like a twenty fiver. <laughs> right, a nice wide birth. Because I'm loving the op- I'm loving the thing right now when like in the final four when it's Rob's flux capacitor against Joe's elder wand. I don't know which one. I don't know what that vote's gonna go. I did call Elder Wand last week, but well, if, if Paprika is any evidence, it's going to be flux. Cap- it's going to be right. the flux capacitor, right? Yeah, yeah. it runs Gotta on act. garbage. I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of like this. I think we got it. I think we're on to it here. I think that's going to be this is going to be really fun because now it, the other thing is going to be is trying not to have any duplicates. What am I going to find to put in my bracket? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick a couple low-hanging fruit that are stalwarts of my youth but beyond that i'm going to see if i can my whole mission will be to pick like 14 things that you guys didn't pick be tricky i think that and, i'm and, gonna try to pick 14 things you guys have never heard of <laughs> <laughs> don't be that. you Rob. don't make it so our listeners like uh void no make, like, make uh, them things the goblin applicable. king's cod piece from labyrinth yeah <laughs> oh wait from Christ. labyrinth like yep. you like like the contact juggler like the movie about masturbation yeah it is a movie about masturbation by the way uh, I one hundred percent agree with you <laughs> I have cracked convinced me less. right away okay so next Wednesday we're doing both brackets we're gonna fill out brackets go I think that's great yes. I'm really looking forward to that and I tell you what for an episode that I thought was gonna be a little more combative uh, the least combative thing that we did was our chess match. <laughs> we have <laughs> failed our darkest timeline this week. I'll we tell really you did. There's just well, a. We haven't gotten to the things I'm geeking on this week, where I know I disagree with you and Rob on some stuff. Okay, oh, well, what, why don't you go? Ahead, why don't Start you go ahead, off. Joe, and tell us what you're geeking? Sure, because I had a brief respite this week from actually doing things. I I watched a whole bunch of stuff that I've been I've been waiting to watch and been excited to watch. And so I'm going to start with, uh, I watched Alita battle angel, which I enjoyed. Um, overall, uh, overall thought it was a good movie. Um, uh, really excited to see, um, animation, anime break into American culture this way. Um, couple things that sucked about it. One, there's a bullshit teenage romance thing, uh, that has to be there because it's based on a fucking manga. And that just that's how mangas are, and so yep. it's there. That's and right. also along that same line, you, you uh, mean you mean manga? That's manga. I'm pretty sure it's manga, but <laughs> that's, even, I don't care how you say it. I'm gonna. That's an old season one throwback. Go ahead. Later. Uh, and then uh, run by Skrillex. <laughs> um, the other the other thing, like you know, she's she's a basically a super powered teenage girl which is super manga as well. Uh, the other thing that it does that annoyed me was it built up 
all the way to the end. And then it could have had a whole other half hour of movie, but instead it decided to stop, reveal that the bad guy, the entire film is played by Edward Norton and then not resolve anything. So there's going to have to be a sequel. Uh, well, they're really banking on themselves there, huh? Yeah, right. And it's it's and it's, it's, it's an uncredited Ed Norton appearance. That's fascinating. It, it's just barely a box office success. So yeah. it, it can be said that it was a box office success, but it it just it just made money. Yeah, I could see that, and um, I, I didn't I didn't watch enough TV to know if there was like good marketing for it or not. But it was it was decent. I really enjoyed it. I had I had fun watching it. Uh, the 3D was tremendous. Um, yeah, it, it was fine. It was a good movie. I, I enjoyed the, uh, there are a lot of, it's pretty star studded. It's got Mahershala Ali and, uh, I can't remember his name, but the, uh, the guy who plays the German in, uh, Django Unchained. And the um, German who plays Ralph in... Fiennes. Mm, no. no. Close. No. Okay. Hans uh, Zimmerman. Mm, also <laughs> that might be close. it. I don't know. But anyway, so that's that's the low hanging. Let me find it real quick since it bothered me. Christoph Waltz. Uh, oh yeah, Jack Jackie yeah. Earl Haley's in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's what I care, but so yeah, Jennifer Connelly, Ed Scrine. I'm I'm off of Ed Scrine, so I'll pass. What so. are you taking to what is that? Do you so you're on like a new mood leveler? Because <laughs> you had a prescription. Oh my God. For yep, I did. There's a Casper Van Dyne sighting in this movie. Casper Van Dyne? I thought he was Cas- dead. No, you're thinking of Jan Michael Vincent. Jan Michael oh. Vincent's dead. Yeah, he is dead. Yep, yep. yep. Starship Troopers, Airwolf, very interchangeable. I can see that. But yeah, so anyway, Sorry, Joe. I, I enjoyed I it. Work. I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, now on to the more controversial things. Uh, I watched both Umbrella Academy and Polar, uh, two Dark Horse <laughs> comics made Netflix specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've both found them both to be uh, aggressively average. Get uh, the fuck out. They were enjoyable, but they didn't really nice. do it for me. You have no idea what you want in there. <laughs> I really don't. You, you really don't. I, I wanted to like them so badly. And you, have, just... you have no idea what you want. You just mm-hmm. like if you were to watch that. <laughs> what did you watch those on a Tuesday? Yeah. Whatever if you'd have watched them, if you'd have watched them on a Monday, you'd have. Uh, I probably that's probably percent <laughs> like, right. Like if, if you watched Polar during the summertime, you'd have loved it. <laughs> I, you're probably one hundred percent. Well, Mercury's in retro. Right, so. and that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> Revisit, revisit uh, it when you're uh, revisit that the, the next time you bump accidentally into a Capricorn, watch right. Umbrella Academy again because you'll like it a lot better. Yeah, I, and it's not that I disliked it; it's that it it uh, I just didn't didn't hold me the whole way through the way I wanted it to. So, um, I did you know I did find myself caring enough about the character at the end that when uh, when the butler skewered by the antlers I found myself going oh no and being upset by it um, but other than that I I had a lot of caring about what happened to anybody so get out of, just get out of here it was, it was rough I'll back but, your play Joe 
Yeah, should have been should should be right up my alley. Just to just I don't know something about yeah, it just rubbed me the wrong way. No, they're both they're both absolutely and, up your alley. And I loved I absolutely loved, especially in Umbrella Academy, the way that everything was framed. Uh, every every shot either started or ended as something that could have been directly from a panel of the comic book graphic novel. Did, I thought you, that did was you tremendous. love the Avengers? The movie The Avengers. Uh, love would be a very strong word. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I did my love. I don't do you love, did you, do you love Royal Tenenbaum? I haven't seen Royal Tenenbaums. My God. Joy, Joe, you have taken out just a fast leap, Captain Marvel-esque, into the, into, you've superseded me as, as cynical guy. <laughs> this is so heartwarming. But it's oh, like man. it's like pseudo cynicism. It is cynicism. Yeah, you, you can't well, even muster up enough. There's no guarantee anything's going to work. Keep watching it anyway. You're 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 not even committed to your cynicism. You're no. so blasé. It's tremendous. No. <laughs> it is seriously. It's like what am I going to randomly not like to? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bagels. It's bagels. Tomorrow, probably archery. I don't know. <laughs> Only the winds can tell. Uh, yeah. Blase pseudo-cynicism. <laughs> That's a whole thing. It's like... It's, he, he patented it in about 18 minutes. Yeah, just it's just his off. thing. He's, well, we all know I was heading this. Way. Yeah, I did, I did. no, we saw, we saw it coming, kinda. But then you liked bagels again. So. <laughs> Your suspicions ran cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, I also, I really, uh, I felt the same way about Polar. So much of it, like all the all the right ingredients were there, but it, the way that it cut back and forth between things really jarred me. And. Uh, <laughs> Once again, maybe so like I a movie. Again, <laughs> no, not like it. The transitions were terrible. It was the most poorly transitioned film I've ever watched in my life. I don't understand you. <laughs> I, I thought I don't even recognize you anymore, Joseph. You somehow made me into an arch conservative, and I haven't even spoken <laughs> anything in eight minutes. So Hi, I'm, I'm Joe, and I'm a blasé pseudo cynicist. <laughs> and a yeah, yep. I gave them the entire runtimes, so they were they were they earned the entire runtime. Well, good. That's good. So, good for you. You know, I just I just didn't I felt average about them. I didn't come out for, like yeah, I'm ready for season two. I, I, you know Pugilist liberal. Here's, I will Joe say this. My new favorite Joe. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I cannot wait for whatever the sequel to Polar is. <laughs> Why? Because you 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 just you want to hate it because it's right at the cool. end they revealed who that woman across the lake was from him, and I suddenly am interested in their story. How about I, this? I don't know how they let, let me do this for you. The cabin with which the Netflix original show Polar, where the final. Scene is shot. Uh, that uh, Sel- not Selena Gomez's. What's her name? The the female Vanessa lead. Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens' cabin on that lake uh-huh. is the exact same cabin 
that Netflix used in the Umbrella Academy for where Vanya and fucking Knuckle Duster go to oh to uh, get away from everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, so I there like you that. go. Let me let me do that for you. Let yeah, I, like, I also you know what I also think the, I was thinking about it too going into the. I may have just become so used to the way that Marvel and DC do things that with a new with Dark Horse being a new Dark Horse, uh, I might just not be used to it. And so it could just be something that's going to take some acclimating. If we keep Joe talking for 12 minutes, he'll come all the way back <laughs> around to fucking... Full fucking circle. <laughs> I don't think so. Don't think you so. know I'm, what? Holy is actually a great movie. You know what? I loved it. I liked Those I liked, transitions were, were very avant-garde. There were two things I liked about Polar. The beginning and the end. Mm. <laughs> I loved seeing Johnny you know, Knoxville get shot right in the head while getting a blowjob. God, isn't that such a great fucking opening? Especially when you, st- you realize That's, it's Johnny Knoxville and then he dies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. That's the best. <laughs> you go, I'll, I'll give you that. That is amongst the best parts of You say, hey, that's Johnny Knoxville. And then you go. By the time that you realize that. (laughs) Well, it it goes like this. Hey, that's Johnny Knoxville. Wow, he looks old. Oh, he's dead. Oh, shit, he's dead. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Well, good for you, Joe. Glad you you watched them. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I watched them. Uh, Rob, what are you geeking on this week? Let's see. I am geeking on. State of Decay 2 still, which has become possibly my new favorite thing of all time. Uh, I am uh, about 30 days into the zombie apocalypse, and it has been grueling, but a lot of fun. Uh, And I also finished The Expanse, which is incredible, and you all need to watch it. No. I think are coming it's not going to let me down like Polar did with it. I <laughs> no, you'll, you'll, you're going you're gonna to hate it, Joe. It's going to be lukewarm. I'm just talking with you. I promised you I'd give it three episodes, and I will. It's really good. It is. Uh, yeah. It, uh, it continues to just like ramp up into weirder and weirder sci-fi, and I love it so much. But anyway, yeah, uh, zombies in space. Nick, what about you? Well, I got nothing. nothing. I used up. Uh, I used up my free geekery on uh, conniving my way into see Captain Marvel. And what else did I even do since we talked last? Well, I, I finished up season seven of uh, Game of Thrones in my catch-up binge with uh, Lindsay. And I checked out Captain Marvel and that uh, intermixed with youth basketball and transitioning into youth baseball and softball. That is all my available geekery for the last seven days. So um, yeah, yeah, kind of a general, general life geek this week. But Ryan will will pick me up because I'm sure he's been up to something. Uh, Rob and I have actually been um we have been trying to create a board game that is a, a like the game of games we're trying to fit every facet oh, you should, of you should talk to the OG he probably has something for you oh hi well they would but then they'd also have to uh create different sided clay coins 
<laughs> and we have just to cast a month by from some now, sort of cancel like, the project. Uh, uh, right. Well, a finish. Because like, a truck drove by while he was drawing the map. Because because we've been doing this, I've been Rob has been working hard and diligently on most. Um, and I've been trying to fill in where I could, and I'm trying to attune myself into different game mechanics that other games use. And I found myself, uh, I think actually Joe and I backed a called like the White Book, and it's a it's like it's a game creation, it's like a board game creator's kit. But anyway, I found myself uh, finding the official cones of Dunshire rulebook. Nice. It exists. Yes. And it is, uh, it's 26 pages of fucking insanity. So before, just, I'll just, I'm just going to give you a quick, just a quick. A player will begin their roll phase by rolling dice and one large. The sum of the pips on the small dice is the player's pre-roll sum. And the result of the large die determines what color special die a player on their main roll. So before you even roll, you have to roll to see how many dice you roll. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Doesn't it? That's awesome. That's oh, pretty good. Anyway, who's, who's making an espresso? I'm scraping burnt cookies off a tray. Oh, that's the other thing. So anyway, well, I've, I've, been geek- I've honestly been geeking on different i've been reading rule books of different games as fucking lame as that is i think that ass but i'm okay with it take that like it so and that's coming from a guy who hates everything right joe <laughs> <laughs> just, just doesn't feel anything about anything anymore i'm just apathetic emotionally dead dispassionate right? i'm just i'm just emotionally dead <laughs> 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 oh, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear, uh, go over to iTunes, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, give us a five star review. Tell us what fantastical object you would. And then go buy some t shirts. Yes. Yeah. Over at the merch shop, GCL, the Threadless or something. Yeah. GCL.threadless.com. GCL. What was that? GCL. <laughs> and if you want to just give us money and get nothing in return, uh, with the ex- way you just yeah, that's Robert. The truth, the true emotional tonic. <laughs> We are in the darkest time. You can always go over to patreon.com. Uh, GCL.patreon? Is that? Wow. No, that's not that GCL. I think it's. Is it slash GCL? Just go to Maybe. Patreon, look up Geekcast Live. That's probably the safest thing. That sounds, we yeah, appreciate it. We'll send you something nice in spite of Rob. Call your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Say hi. Good night now. Bye. Au revoir. Wake up in the morning. Uh, don't don't go to patreon.com slash GCL. Is it is it weird? It's it's the Gnostic Church of LVX. Oh my god. <laughs> this is amazing. I mean go no, there if you please. want to. I'm not- they have they have zero patrons and zero 
zero dollars coming in per month. Also, like a like a Sam's Club generic William Shatner. It looks like Sam's Club. They William also Shatner. have a tax deductible alchemical elixir for fifteen dollars per month. Well, okie dokie. <laughs>